Hey peeps, no fucking about today, straight into episode 134 of the Speed Mentor podcast with me, your host, Gavin Wall, the world's only speed mentor. Now, if you've followed me for a while, you may know that I switched off all news and media about a bit over two years ago now. Now, if I'm truthful, I dipped back in for the final bit of Brexit done for the general election and went and cast my vote and I hope you all did likewise, um, just to give me a bit of a flavour of where the country was maybe going to go for the next decade. And to be honest, I sort of wish I hadn't bothered I hadn't bothered when I've seen the whole mess. But anyway, I was a complete and utter political anorak until two years ago. I mean, following politics, I, I'm not talking about the green and other shite that masquerades, the, the, the sectarianism that masquerades as politics in Northern Ireland. No, I'm talking about UK and Ireland, Europe and and further afield as well, and, and political history and stuff like that too. So giving up politics was a huge thing for me. Now, it would have uh, been at the forefront and centre of my entire life. And I, would have, I would have started uh, BBC Radio 4 at breakfast um, at 6am every morning, and then I would have been on to my favourite uh, show, James O'Brien, at 10am on LBC Radio. Uh, his listener numbers are just still going through the roof. He's absolutely brilliant. And then on to BBC Radio 4's World at 1 and then Eddie Mayer, back in those days, Eddie Mayer was still on the BBC at 5 o'clock. And then finally on, 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 Channel 4 News at 7pm. And then on to um, Newsnight on BBC 2 at 10.30pm. And finally, I'd also have taken in the newspaper review, as if all the other stuff wasn't enough. The newspaper review on Sky at 11.30pm at night. And to be honest, if there was another big breaking news story or anything at all, I would have followed on and, and continued uh, on Sky News late into the night. And that's not to mention all of the politics shows from my favourite late night shows, such as Andrew Neil on a, on a Thursday night, although I think he might have stopped that show now, and all the shows, political shows on a Sunday, etc., and the Question Times and the equivalent on new uh, radio news as well. So I consumed the stuff like a drug addict doing crack. Now, it felt it really did, this stuff really did feel the core of who I was and I used to justify listening and consuming all of this shit so that I could say that I, I was able to make decisions in my business um, that were properly informed by what was going on in the world and yada yada yada, all that sort of stuff I used to lie to myself about when, when you're when you're t- consuming a whole lot of rubbish that isn't good for you and you have to come up with an excuse as to why you're doing it. Now, two things helped me knock that on the head. Now, firstly, I desire to develop myself again to the next level. I wanted to take myself to the next level to become the number one entrepreneur in Northern Ireland and to help raise the GDP of this country like no other single person has ever done before. And second, I know that's a massive, massive target, but I'm just being honest uh, about what my targets were and my goals. And you can hear me chasing it down week after week on the Speed Mentor podcast. And secondly, the Nolan Show. The Nolan Show was starting to make me physically ill. Now, for all of the listeners in Northern Ireland, you will know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the Nolan Show. Now, our GB listeners and those in the south of Ireland or further afield may not actually know. Now, the Nolan Show and its various offshoots on TV and elsewhere is a sort of a shock jock, shock jock type of show that allows dyed in the wool 
sectarian bigots to come on and encourages them to shout at each other venomously, pretending that it's a discussion programme um, and it's that's how we actually engage with each other in the real world here in Northern Ireland. And it also it goes out on the BBC, which actually disgusts me as I am a licensed pair and I'm a, I'm a massive supporter of the BBC and all of the, the rest of its output. Now, Stephen Nolan does a number of late-night phone-ins and news shows on Radio 5 Live um, across the UK, which I don't put in this bracket, just so I can give you an example of what it is I'm actually talking about here. And Stephen Nolan was a brilliant broadcaster and probably still can be, and I followed him uh, from his early days on late-night radio here. And the sooner he gets off um, to the full network 5 Live, across in England and rediscovers his talent on the BBC and wises the fuck up with the shite that his shows are putting up out uh, across Northern Ireland and poisoning our dialogue uh, the better. Anyway, rant over about the Nolan show. Just want to be clear, it's about the show, not about Stephen Nolan. Uh, he's a brilliant broadcaster and the sooner he fucks off to the rest of the UK and uh, creates some great stuff on the network, the better. Now, this episode is not about that directly. But it's about listening to the garbage. Uh, that garbage that was the straw that finally broke the camel's back for me around politics. And, and I decided, I decided to double down on my own personal goals. Uh, look, I was re- already really locked on to my own personal goals and delivering really well. But I wanted to be the very best that I can be. And I think it's unlikely that Jeff Bezos and Musk are wasting their time listening to the Nolan show. So I no longer was going to. And you know what? The difference not polluting myself with that shite. The Nolan Show and the rest of the quality news media that I was listening to. Even the stuff that I really enjoyed. Freed me up to focus on myself to a level that up until that point I had not been able to do before. So you know how it is. Threatening over what shite Trump has come up with. Or what trade war is happening between the US and China. Or whether Corbyn or Johnson are the biggest threats to the UK. That stuff wears you down. What you feed into your mind. Into your subconscious. Through consumption of the arts, the media, the news. uh, Books. Works in exactly the same way as the food that you eat does on your body. So if you go down to Mickey D's and eat the garbage that they produce as food a few times a week. Or eat a lot of processed food. Uh, here's one that's on my radar at the minute. It's it's all the processed food that we're feeding into our kids and the processed ham. And, and it's part of what um, made me become vegan last summer. And I'm actually going to talk about that in a subsequent uh, podcast in a week or two. Now, I don't want to go off on one in this episode um, about that too much. But eating all of that shite um, that you put into your body. All the sugary treats. All the donuts. All the lattes and all the rest of it. How does your body look after a few years of putting that shite into you? Now, it was just uh, occurred to me. Do you remember your man? Um, I don't know if you know his name, but Morgan Spurlock. Morgan Spurlock, and he did a um a documentary a few years back called Super Size Me. When he went on the rampage eating only McDonald's for about a month, and he bloated up like a bad tennis elbow. His whole body. Loaded up like a bad tennis elbow. Well, well, with, with your mind, with your subconscious mind, and you're pouring all sorts of rubbish into your subconscious mind, that's the way it goes too. Your mind, your subconscious, 
it stores all of this stuff up indefinitely and it works the same way as Morgan Spurlock's body did when he did supersize me. Okay, Wallers, does that make sense? Are, are you getting that? Now, if you put junk in, you'll end up with a morbid, flatulent mind. Now, I suppose <laughs> I suppose I should actually get on to it. I haven't even told you yet. Uh, I said I was jumping straight into this episode, but I sort of went on a wee bit of an intro there. Um, I, I'm going to actually um, tell you what the episode is all about. Now, the reason why I'm talking about all this stuff was... I quickly had a flick onto Twitter this morning. I spent very little time on Twitter, maybe just a few minutes, and to see if anybody uh, a day to see if anybody's tagged me into anything of particular interest. And do you know what was coming up in my la- in my timeline um, when I went on to Twitter this morning? World War Three. World War Three. Archduke Franz Ferdinand were trending now. That's something I learned about when I was doing history. And they were trying, I thought, what the fuck is going on? World War Three. You see, when you're off the news and media and you've just flick on the Twitter and all this sort of stuff, World War Three, Archduke Franz Ferdinand, the whole world could be up in flames and you wouldn't know whenever you're concentrating on your own life. Now, it turns out that Trump has assassinated some Iranian general and then posted a pic of the stars and stripes, the American flag, on his Twitter feed after just giving that order. Now, the guy... Is clearly a moron. This is Trump I'm talking about. I don't know anything about the guy that he's killed. He may be a moron as well. But outside of that, it reminded me that if I had seen something like that in the past, a couple of years ago when I was consuming the news media um, all the time, I'd immediately have launched into Sky News, Radio, Radio 4, opened up Twitter, opened up Facebook too, probably contacted the Ancestry website to get the life story and the genealogy around that Iranian general, and the whole day would have been consumed with that shit. Um, in fact, shit that I had zero power to be able to influence and to make go away or to make better. And I know, I know that there's lots of other people like that out there. They're all over Twitter and there are millions, and you're probably one of them. Now, I'm recording this episode a couple of weeks ahead of when it will be released, so there is a chance that this episode might only be heard by a bunch of American apocalypse predictors or whatever you call them, the end of the worlders or the doomsdayers, whatever the fuck they're called. You know, the ones who have 47 rifles, a million rounds of ammo, a Wurlitzer and 30 cans of baked beans in their basements. Now, if World War Three is on its way, they might be the only people who actually hear this freaking podcast. This last podcast, perhaps. But my point isn't so much about the guys with the arms the arms dumps in their basements. It's more about the realisation that the former me, the me of 2016 and into 2017, before I worked even harder on myself, would have been consumed by this stuff for the rest of the day. Would have wasted an entire day on it. Pumped it into my subconscious um, for the worrying um, nature and sat back and lurked and fretted. And every time I think about it, I'll be looking at it, I'll be worrying about my children and worrying about the planet and have absolutely no ability to make any difference to any of it. Yet the reality of it is, is so many of us do that. So many of us sit fretting about this stuff that we cannot have any effect on. But what I can do is make sure I have happy children, work hard on my business, work hard on myself, work hard on my marriage, Pour my energies into creating a legacy that I do actually have control of. And I think this may be one of the biggest ding-dongs 
about how far I've actually travelled on my own journey. Remember, the episode I did, do you remember the episode back a while ago I did about producers and consumers? Which incidentally, I think is one of the best ever episodes. Uh, Certainly it's one of the strongest ones I had feedback back about. And it was episode 63 and you should go and check it out after you've listened to this episode. So that was about uh, producers and consumers. Now just to sum it up for you folks, if you can't listen to it now, producers win and consumers lose. That's it in a nutshell. Producers win and consumers lose. Okay, so what would I have done in the past? If I had seen this World War Three Archduke Franz Ferdinand, all this hashtag and hashtag, I'd have railed against the machine, against the possibility of World War Three, against two corrupt leaders intent on making the world a worse place for us to live in, against racism, against bigotism, 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 <laughs> against bigotry. I get a bit carried away when I'm doing these sometimes, and I'd have let myself be consumed, not just to consume, not just to consume that shit. But to be consumed by it. And a few years on, rather than consume and be consumed, I'm using the experience to produce. To produce a podcast episode so that I can have a positive impact on others. The difference in my life is really that stark. And remember, I've had a lot of success in my life already. I've been a multi-millionaire barrister with large property holding Lost it all, built myself back up, and I've done that all without clicking the final pieces of the jigsaw in place. So, I'm trying to help you turbocharge your success. Don't do it the hard way like I did, spending years working all this stuff out. No, listen to the lessons that I have learned along the way, peeling back the layers like an onion until I find the secret sauce buried inside. So this little vignette today is so, so powerful. The stark evidence of my transformation from a consumer of other people's shit, whether it be the Nolan show or Trump's tweets, to being the person who is only interested on working on myself and taking what I learn and then producing it for content for others. When you do that, when you provide that value because you're putting in the good stuff and producing quality for the world, That's when the world repays your effort and your results go 10x. Your results go 10x when you do that. Now, just in case the big bean hoarding howitzer owning basement dwellers are right and Trump's um, assassination of the Iranian general has triggered World War III and it happens between me recording this episode today and it being released in a couple of weeks and those bastards are the only ones who ever get to hear this fucking brilliant episode. Here's the most appropriate song I can think of. I don't know if I can sing this one, by the way. Team by team, reporters baffled, Trump tethered, Trump look at the low plane, fine then. Overflow, population, common group, but it'll do. Save yourself, world serves its own needs. Listen to your heart lead. Tell me the rapture and the reverend and the right. Patriotic, patriotic, sham fight, bright light. Feeling pretty psyched. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. Six o'clock, TBR, don't get caught in foreign hearts. Slash and burn, return, listen to yourself, churn. Lock them in uniform, boot burning, bloodletting. Every motive escalate, automotive incinerate. Step down, step down, watch your heel crush, crush. 
this. This means no fear. Cavalier, renegade and steering gear. A tournament, a tournament, a tournament of lies. Offer me solutions. Offer me alternatives and I decline. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. Trust me, folks, try and sing that song yourself. I'm telling you, it's a bloody ball breaker. Now, I normally sit at this, I say at this stage, hit me up on my social, the gram, LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter. But of all that's left in the world is the big bean hoarding basement dwellers. I'd rather you didn't hit me up at all, if I'm brutally honest. So I don't quite know how to end this episode, except to say, if you're one of the lucky few who have Walrusian passports, we'll be okay. We'll be okay, folks as our secret location on an island in the middle of the ocean is safe no matter what happens in the rest of the world. Now, whether you want to become a producer and join us on Waller's Island or remain a consumer, it's up to yourself because at the end of the day, it's your choice. <laughs>